takes up most of life. People have a tendency to think that work only takes place in the traditional workplace, but actually when you begin to add up all the time that we spend working in the home and working in our neighborhoods, working in other contexts, and then you add the workplace on top of that, work is what we spend most of our waking hours doing. Uh, and if we define the, uh, the ministry of uh, the gospel, and if we define discipleship and following Jesus, and if we define uh, the impact of our faith in ways that limit it only to what we do in the church building or what we do when we gather for uh, Bible study on Wednesday night or uh, when we're evangelizing people or engaged in other you know, specifically religious activities, then we really limit the impact of our faith. We limit uh, the, uh, the ab ability of our faith to speak to everyday life. People experience their work very often as something that's broken, something that's burdensome. People are asking, what is the meaning of what I do all day? Uh, what is the purpose of what I do all day? Uh, and most of that is work. And unfortunately, uh, local churches historically have often not done a very good job of helping people to see uh, how their faith can speak to what they do all day, how their faith can speak to the tasks that they're engaged in in their jobs, how their faith can speak to the work that people do in the home, how our faith can speak to the work that we do uh, across all these contexts. Really, there is a deep and rich theology of work in the Bible, uh, and it allows us to bring hope and dignity and meaning into the broken situations that people are facing uh, in their work. Work begins right at the beginning uh, in Genesis 1, uh, where God puts Adam and Eve uh, in the world uh, with a mandate to, uh, to be good stewards of it, to do work that cultivates it. Uh, in Genesis 2, it says that uh, Adam was put in the garden to work it and keep it. Uh, work is not a result of the fall. Work is not a curse. Work is not something that's just inherently broken and has no meaning and dignity to it. Uh, work is something that's meaningful and important to God. And if you look at the end of the Bible, uh, you find that uh, people are restored to work. Uh, that uh, the eternal life is not a passive life uh, where people are just sort of floating around on clouds in the ether. Uh, that the, uh, the resurrection of the body is a central tenet of, uh, of the Christian faith. Uh, and the book of Revelation indicates that we're going to be actively engaged in doing work in the creation order. Uh, for eternity. So this is really a central part of who we are as human beings. Uh, and I think we need to do a better job of helping people to see the meaning and the dignity of the purpose of what they do all day. Uh, in the book of Colossians, Paul says, uh, even to slaves, you know, who had some of the most menial uh, and degrading uh, work that uh, they were they were in a, a situation of tremendous brokenness and suffering. Uh, Paul said, whatever you do, work at it heartily uh, because you are serving the Lord Christ. And I think if Paul could say uh, to people in that broken situation uh, that what they were doing all day was service to Christ, then we can be saying to people today, you know, what you do all day serves Christ, and you should work at it heartily, and you can find dignity and meaning in it. One of my favorite authors uh, on this topic uh, is Lester DeCoster, who was a uh, professor at a Christian college, and he taught night classes for factory workers uh, in his city. 
uh, as a professional development opportunity for them. And he encountered uh, the brokenness of their work. He heard them telling stories about their work in the factories, uh, about how oppressed they felt by their work, uh, how they felt, uh, they felt that there was no meaning in what they did. Uh, one of them uh, said, I feel like I'm just another machine on the, on the shop floor. I'm just a part of the machinery on the shop floor. Uh, they just felt very dehumanized by what they were doing. Uh, and DeCoster was just struck by this. And he felt that the gospel ought to have something to say to people that would help them find dignity and meaning in what they did. So he began developing a theological perspective on work and sharing it with these workers. One of the things that he did was uh, he said, let's imagine for a moment what would happen if nobody in, in our community were doing the job uh, that you do. And he would trace out the ripple effect because if they don't do their job, then uh, certain goods and services can't be provided. Uh, and they, uh, they couldn't provide for the, uh, the, the people in their households. Uh, and, and those uh, effects would then have ripple effects that would cascade to other people. Because if one set of goods and services is not provided, then another set cannot be provided. Uh, and people who aren't able to engage in a certain uh, activity, then that's going to have an effect. Other people can't do what they want to do because these people couldn't do uh, the, the, the activity that was dependent on. That if one uh, set of factories shuts down, that has a ripple effect throughout the whole community. Uh, and what he was able to show them was uh, very quickly the whole community would break down and nobody would be able to do anything. Uh, that people would literally be uh, reduced to, uh, uh, to just a, a state of subsistence uh, food gathering and nothing else would be able to be done. Uh, that work is just uh, inherent to making civilization go. Uh, and so what DeCoster was able to do was help people see that God was using their work, uh, that there's a, there's a presence of God in our work when we do good work that's serving uh, legitimate needs of our neighbors, uh, that God uses our work to serve human needs, to serve other people, and that if, if the Christian life is to be a life of service, and that's really a central commitment throughout the Bible, uh, then we should see our work as service, and we should see the dignity and meaning of everything that we do because we're serving human needs. But another place where God is present in our work is that he's shaping the kind of people that we are. Uh, DeCoster uh, has this beautiful image of work as a chisel for, for sculpting yourself. Uh, that your work involves making choices and being active in doing things that uh, serve your neighbor and you learn to be honest, you learn to be diligent, you learn to be faithful, you learn to be virtuous, you learn to persevere through suffering, you learn to see meaning in situations that appear to be chaotic and meaningless. Uh, and you become the kind of person that Christ wants you to be by doing your work in a fruitful and virtuous way. Uh, and I think that's only one example, it's my personal favorite, but it's only one example of the Christians who throughout the history of our faith have been mining this deep theology of work out of the Bible and helping Christians to see that what they do all day is incredibly meaningful and serves God and is preparing them for an eternal future in which active activity in the creation order is going to continue to be central to the purpose of human life.